Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Work podcast. Marquise Navarro, your host. This is episode four. Thanks for tuning in. I'm looking forward to today's topic. I want to talk about uh, some things that you know, most of us probably know but don't like to hear. You know, top reasons why people fail to take the first steps in achieving your goals. And then, of course, I'm going to follow that up with how we can overcome those. For the most part, everybody listening to this has sat down, you know, some point in time and made a list of things they wanted to accomplish in the future. I'm not talking like a bucket list. I'm talking like actual goals, you know, um, whether it's career, love, life, whatever. You probably sat down and thought about what you wanted to do and what you wanted to accomplish. Now, there's a good chance that those easier tasks or goals were checked off as complete, But for a large portion of you, there's probably some lists that have gone incomplete once you guys got to the harder goals. Now, why is that? You see, most people will start out strong and knock out goal after goal, but they have chosen to knock out the goals with zero to low probability of failure. You know, things like paying off credit cards or finishing a home improvement project, Uh, you know, the low-hanging fruit. However... When you get to the big stuff, like hitting the gym or changing eating habits, or let's go a little bit bigger and say, quitting that job that you hate to pursue, you know, your dream job, then things get a little hectic. You know, folks write down or dream of these huge goals and start strong, but fail to execute on the big life-changing goals. So again, why is that? Well, one of the top reasons is fear. You see, folks refuse to start taking steps towards their big goals because they're scared of failing. They're scared that they will put their heart and soul into something and it won't work out. They're scared that they won't have the support, you know, their friends and family, or that people will think it's stupid. You have others that just get stuck in in these self-limiting beliefs that have been developed over years, you know, through a shitload of self-hate and perceived failures. These folks don't feel they are capable of doing anything big or, you know, they're not meant to do anything uh, other than what they're doing right now. Maybe they don't feel smart enough. You know, then you got the ones that are stuck in learning mode. These are the guys who feel they need to learn just a little bit more before they start that business or take the first steps towards their goal. You know, one more course and I'm set. You know, then one more seminar and it's go time. Or, my favorite, I'm going to listen to one more podcast on this topic, then I'll be good to go. You know, then we have this brand new species of humans. You know, I call them the yabbits and the when-thens. You know the type, the guys you tell, you know, you can do this, all you have to do is start. And they respond with, yeah, but it's not that simple. Or, yeah, but I don't have time to take that class. Yeah, but I'm not good at talking to people. Or how about when my schedule slows down, then I will start knowing damn well their schedule isn't going to slow down. Well, when I save enough money, then I will enroll in school. Yet they're not putting aside money to actually do it. And then you've got the, the next phase of folks. You know, we can't forget the perfectionists. These folks have to have everything perfect before they execute. Well, herein lies the problem. There's no such thing as perfect. In my opinion, when we search for perfection, we, we are stalling, essentially. You know, we, we don't want to ever leave the preparation stage because then we have to deliver. We have to, to deliver on what we said we would do. 
And deep down, we don't know if we can even deliver. So you know, I was talking to a, a fellow coach, uh, Paula Schmidt. Um, you know, we work together every now and then. And she added that one of the things perfectionists say and think is that if if I don't do it, then I won't fuck it up. So it's perfect in my head. You know, and that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, it's just... It's, it's crazy. It's a thing that needs to be done, not just thought about. Not doing it doesn't mean you won't fuck it up. It just means you've already fucked it up. So why not do it anyway, right? And she told me this, and I actually started laughing because that actually makes sense as to why that would happen. You know, All of these reasons I just threw out there for you, they all stem from the very first reason I listed, fear. People are scared, and frankly, they're scared of nothing. You know, I, I fell prey to this immobilizing fear as well. I mean, I should have had this podcast up and running more than six months ago. I took all the steps to get it going. I bought the equipment. I researched software, started learning how to use it. I did the free webinars on creating podcasts. The only thing I had yet to do was the actual podcast. You know, I had tons of content to share and zero balls to do it. You know, I had friends asking me, when is the podcast going to be up and running? And I would say, well, when I learn a little bit more about editing, then I can start. Or they would say, you just have to put it out there, man. You know, could be in scared or whatever. And I would respond, yeah, but I don't have the time right now. Now, none of those were actual reasons. They were all excuses manifested by fear of failing and a fear of looking like a jackass to potentially thousands of people. This is a real thing. You know, most of you that do know me that are listening to this probably feel that, you know, I'm pretty confident, and I am for the most part. But when it came to this, putting myself out there like this, you know, I was scared shitless. And it happens, you know. So how did I get over it? How did I just say, you know what, I'm just going to start knocking out goals? Well, basically, I said, fuck it. I literally woke up one day and realized my friends and family were right. I just had to do it. Just had to put myself out there and see what happens. You know, I, I told myself, stop making excuses and just start creating reasons. You know, actual reasons to do it. I had to realize my why and visualize success instead of dreading failure. You know, too often we as humans let fear of the unknown turn into the regret of not trying. You know, imagine if you took a chance and believed in yourself. The possibilities are actually pretty endless. If you have lofty goals and are plagued by fear, I mean, you're not alone, but I challenge you, sit down and write out what you want to accomplish, you know, and then why you want to accomplish that particular goal. I want you to write out all the reasons for not accomplishing it. You know, what are your reasons for not actually doing it yet? I want you to write that down. And out of those, I want you to go through and mark out the excuses this is gonna this is gonna require you to be 100 percent honest with yourself. All right. So I'm gonna repeat that. I want you to write down your why you want to do it. Then I want you to write down the reasons you haven't done it. And then I want you to review that list and mark out the actual excuses. Okay. Once you have all the reasons written down and you've picked out all the excuses. I want you to go through and start making a plan to make those reasons you haven't started null and void. 
All right. If it's a money thing, I want you to make a budget. If it's a time management thing, then it's high time you set a routine that makes time to start taking steps towards your goal. All right. If your list contains anything to do with being scared or not knowledgeable enough, then cross those out and just put those in the excuse pile. You know, you start replacing those with actual tasks to do. What do I need to do to become more knowledgeable? But as soon as you do that, you need to set a threshold. You can't remain in learning mode. All right. You know, there's this quote I heard, and I don't know, I don't remember who said it, but if I ever find it, I'll, I'll put it up there. You know, knowledge is not power. The application of knowledge is power. You can have all this, this, this stuff rattling around in that big old brain of yours, but if you're not sharing it or, or applying it, what good is it? Right. So one of the things that I want, I, I tell my kids on a regular basis, and it, it applies to this particular thing. I tell my kids on a regular basis, and I also tell the kids I coach in soccer, uh, you're not allowed to say I can't. I tell them that once they've said I can't, they've already made the decision to fail. They've limited themselves. They're not able to do that particular task. Believe it or not, once you do that, your subconscious will make sure you fail at it. You know, so I tell them instead of saying I can't, you have to say or you must say I will try. All right. Now, for us adults, it might be a little bit different. You can say I will try, but I'd rather you just say I will. I will do this. Because when you say I will try, you actually give yourself a lot of wiggle room to back out. All right. Think about that for a minute. As a child, you learn, well, you don't know what you can do until you try, right? But as an adult, you've already learned that lesson. Now it's, I need to make an, I need to make a commitment to myself. You know, if we don't commit to ourselves, we do live or leave ourselves room to back out and then come the excuses. All right. We also need to remember as adults that there's no such thing as failure only lessons learned. And if we refuse to try because of fear of failing, we will never know what we could have accomplished. And that's no bullshit. All right. We as humans are capable of so many things. I mean, look where we evolved from. All right. We can fly in the air. We, we sent people to the moon. I know there's people that actually try to dispute that, but hey, we sent people into space. All right. Just think about it. So, I mean, that's about all I wanted to share with you. You know, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if not, come back because you may enjoy the next one. Again, I want to thank everybody for taking time out to listen. Your support has actually made it uh, possible for this podcast to spread to a total of seven sites. Uh, so now, I mean, if you're having issues with one site, you can actually go and listen to uh, the LexWork podcast on Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Once again, thank you for all your support, and until next time.